Hello and welcome to the Decorum Talking Newspaper for the week ending Saturday the 30th of July 2022. This is Andrew and your other readers are Jane, Brian and Linda. The editor this week is Mary. Most of us are members of Team 4 and we welcome Brian and Linda who join us as DTN's relief readers. Many of our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Berkhamsted and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442 unless stated otherwise. The headlines this week are Paper Mill Asks for Help and New Crematorium is Taking Shape. These and other stories follow. Here is the news. Hello, my name is Jane. It is just over six months since Frogmore Paper Mill suffered a crushing blow when a devastating fire ripped through its visitor centre in January. Home to the world's first mechanised paper mill, the Apsley site was the birthplace of paper as we know it today. But 700 square metres of the World Heritage Site was burnt down on January 22nd, including classrooms, offices, an art gallery, cafe and much of the museum collection. Since that day, staff and volunteers have worked around the clock to save historic artefacts and clear the burnt remains off the site. The first items rescued on the night of the fire have now been restored and will be coming back to the mill in the near future. And the mill launched a major fundraising campaign to help ensure its survival. It set a £100,000 goal, with the money set to go towards creating a new visitor centre and community space with the possibility of a pop-up cafe or shop. Reopening to visitors and generating income from them once more would allow the mill to look towards repairing and rebuilding what has been lost over the coming years. Hello, I'm Brian. Sue Woolnuff, Education and Design Manager at the Paper Mill, explained, We need your help to continue our recovery, build a new entrance and keep the surviving medieval and Victorian mill buildings and machinery intact. With your help, we can create a sustainable future for Frogmore, the birthplace of paper's industrial revolution and the only remaining working paper mill in Hertfordshire. Our ambition is to become a world heritage site, celebrating our unique place in the history of education and communication. The first Fordrinia paper machine was installed and operated here in 1803, bringing the world cheap, plentiful paper which shaped the society we live in today. Losing Frogmore would spell the end of the paper story in Hertfordshire, the place where it all began. You can donate online at the Paper Mill's website, frogmorepapermill.org.uk forward slash fundraising. Hello, I'm Linda. A new memorial garden to remember the lives lost during the COVID-19 pandemic has opened in Hemel Hempstead. The garden in Gamebridge Park has officially opened at a tree blessing ceremony. At the heart of the garden is the Remembrance Tree, which was planted in October. Decorum Borough Council has installed four benches for people to sit and reflect, along with wildflower planting and a new path. The idea was the brainchild of Hemel Hempstead resident Margaret Sharp, who worked with Hemel 
Hemel's MP, Sir Mike Penning, to raise money to pay for the tree. Margaret attended the event and said how moved she was to see the garden open and grateful to all those who had supported it. She said, The garden is a beautiful space for people to remember loved ones and reflect on the past few years which have affected so many. I'm grateful to everyone involved who has made this happen. This is now a lovely place for people to reflect and remember those we've lost, and I'm sure people will draw comfort from the garden. Margaret has been inspired to fundraise for the garden as she said it broke her heart that so many families were unable to say a proper goodbye to loved ones who died during the pandemic due to the lockdown restrictions in place. One of the benches is dedicated to decorum resident Betty Harris and her family attended the ceremony to pay tribute. Sir Mike Penning MP, Gagan Mahindra MP, Mayor of Decorum, Councillor John Burney, Leader of the Council, Councillor Andrew Williams, Councillors and representatives from community organisations attended the event. The Reverend Canon John Williams from St Mary's Church in Hemel Hempstead carried out the tree blessing ceremony. Dog groomers, cake makers and a children's theatre company are some of the businesses awarded money from Decorum Borough Council. Businesses have been given a huge boost from Decorum Borough Council, DBC, after they pitched their ideas to a panel earlier this month. The Decorum's Den panel, led by the right-on Sir Mike Penning MP, divided a £10,000 grant fund between local business ideas on July the 15th. The winners, which include a chocolate-making business, received funding and will get one year's free membership to the Hemel Hempstead Business Ambassadors and six months of free business support coaching provided by Action Coach. Sir Mike praised Decorum's Den as a great initiative to help local businesses grow. He said, There were some excellent pitch presentations from a wide mix of different business sectors, and we look forward to seeing these businesses grow with the injection of finance, plus the coaching and membership package. The scheme is the local version of the popular TV series Dragon's Den, which helps small businesses develop and grow. The judges included Martin Fieldman, Managing Director at Abode Bed, Andrew Hepworth, Managing Director at Soprasteria, and David Spratt, Head of Sales Business Systems at Epson UK Limited. Pupils at King's Langley School paid to watch 11 of their teachers battling to become the staff superstars champion. Year 9 students Sibella and Amy approached Mr McDonough with their ideas on how to raise money for the people in Ukraine. They said, we really want to do something to help the Ukrainian people somehow, as we have so much and they are losing everything. During lunch times from July 5th to 8th, students saw their teachers attempt basketball layups, take agility and gym tests, and the infamous bleep test. English teacher Mr Thomas emerged victorious, with Mr Tembo and Mr McDonough closely following in second and third places. On July the 8th, the school held a non-uniform day with pupils wearing yellow and blue pin badges to show their support for the people of Ukraine. 
the school raised £1,320 for the Disasters Emergency Committee, the DEC, Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal. Three new schemes are set to be installed in decorum to tackle speeding, thanks to grants from the Police and Crime Commissioner for Hertfordshire. The cash will see two new cameras and a speed indicator introduced, which will catch speeders in the act and warn motorists if they are going too fast. Funding from the Road Safety Fund was given to the Safer Gravel Path Action Group and Decorum to pay for a Viacam speed camera to be installed on Gravel Path in Berkhamsted. Another camera is set to be installed on Nettledon Road North after a successful bid by Little Gadsden Parish Council. These cameras will collect data on speeding, will issue letters to speeders and repeat offenders can expect a visit from a police officer. Nettledon and Pottenend Parish Council has successfully applied for a speed indicator device to be sighted in Pottenend to reduce speeding in the area. The device will warn drivers if they are exceeding the limit and show how fast they are going. Commissioner David Lloyd said, one of the biggest concerns I hear about regularly from the public is around road safety. This fund is here for that purpose and the range of bids shows the different ways there are of tackling this complex issue. Mr Lloyd added, when motorists ask where their money goes, when they pay costs in court for traffic offences or for speed awareness courses, this is how the money is being spent. It is paying to make the roads safer for us all and those that are at the high risk of being killed or injured. In total, £67,350 from the Road Safety Fund was awarded to projects across the county. Since it was created in 2016, over 1.6 million of road safety funding has been awarded to over 80 projects in the county. A secondary school teacher has won £10,000 worth of upgrade options on her new home in the Kingsgate development in Kings Langley. Molly Fielding, 30, has been able to customise her house and has added luxury flooring and outside lighting to her newly built home. She said, I decided to use most of the £10,000 to upgrade my kitchen, as the Wagtail has an open plan kitchen diner, which is where I will spend most of my time. Katrina Crawford, sales and marketing director at Miller Home Southern, said, we always want our residents to feel right at home from the moment they walk through the door, so by opening this competition, we were able to offer Molly the chance to make the house perfect for her. We are excited to see Molly's house completed and look forward to welcoming her to our Kingsgate community. Boris Johnson has said he's delighted there will be a new hospital scheme for the area after being quizzed by Hemel Hempstead's MP. He said, I'm told that the local hospital trust have considered a full range of options and that they consider that a new hospital builds at Watford General, along further investment in Hemel Hempstead and St Albans hospitals, represent the best option for health services in the area. The Prime Minister was asked by Sir Mike Penning in Parliament on July the 13th if he would intervene to make sure that the West Hertfordshire Teaching Hospitals Trust will commission the construction of a new hospital in West Hertfordshire. 
Sir Mike thanked Mr Johnson for his work on Brexit and his role in the vaccine rollout, which he said saved so many lives in Hemel Hempstead. The MP for Hemel Hempstead explained that the West Hertfordshire Teaching Hospital's NHS Trust had not considered all options. He went on to ask the Prime Minister to leave a note in the drawer of number 10 for the next Conservative Party leader, saying that Penning needs a new hospital on a greenfield site. Mr Johnson assured Sir Mike he would get a meeting with the relevant ministers. At the end of Prime Minister's questions, Sir Mike made a point of order to set on formal record that he believed the PM had been misled by the Trust when he'd been told that the Trust had considered all options. Sir Mike revealed in May his plans to retire as an MP at the next general election. Roy Wood of the Hemel Hempstead Local History and Museum Society has been looking back at the town's history. Hemel Hempstead's Magic Roundabout was actually the second of its kind in Britain, the first being in Swindon and was erected and opened in 1973. The roundabout was unusual in that traffic flowed both clockwise and anti-clockwise. Effectively, the junction should be treated as six individual roundabouts. <clears throat> right of way must be given on the approach of each new mini roundabout. But what of the other names we hear the roundabout called? There is the Moor End Roundabout and the Plough Roundabout as well. Both of these names have a very broad connection in that they could be said to have run pretty much over a shared period. Moor End refers back to the times when landowners would be expected to pay tithes or rental to the local church hierarchy for their fields, and Moor End Road was named from Moor End Meadow, field number 1105CH as can be seen within the tithings records for Hemel Hempstead, circa 1840-44. to 44. For the record, so many of our road names are also derived from this same source, and the site was once home to the Plough Public House that closed in 1955 to make way for the new roundabout, which took its name. Thousands of people living in decorum are at risk of the worst effects of soaring temperatures as climate change threatens people's health, new figures suggest. As the Met Office says, the first 40 degrees centigrade temperatures in the UK are a sign that the impact of climate change is here. Friends of the Earth say extreme heat waves will become much more frequent as the climate crisis worsens. Analysis by the campaign group shows that more than six million people across England will be vulnerable to extreme temperatures. This includes 2,693 decorum homes and 6,508 people, data suggests. An at-risk neighbourhood is an area that will experience extreme heat for more than five days every summer and has a vulnerable population, based on research from Manchester University which looks at a variety of social and personal factors, such as age, deprivation, housing characteristics, and access to health services. Hot weather places particular strain on the heart and lungs, and the Met Office warned that older people, young children, and those with pre-existing health conditions are especially at risk. Communities most vulnerable are generally those with an older population, a higher number of young children without green spaces to shelter, and those 
with housing most susceptible to overheating, such as high-rise buildings and mobile homes. Extreme heat is defined as being above 27.5 degrees C with global warming of 1.5 degrees C or above 30 degrees C with global warming of 3 degrees C. The government has pledged to reduce emissions by at least 68% by 2030 and 78% by 2035 compared to 1990 levels before reaching net zero by 2050. Berkhamsted Rotary sponsored an all-day event in June, which saw hundreds of students from Ashlands and Berkhamsted schools listen to experts speak about global humanitarian issues. As Ukraine refugees are welcomed into the community, the pupils heard from representatives from UNICEF and the UK Foreign Office and Gareth Owen OBE, Humanitarian Director of Save the Children. Hearts Welcome Refugees Map Action, BRAC, and Shelterbox has also come to the sports hall at Ashland School to discuss challenging issues facing the world. The students considered challenges of conflicts and natural disasters and learnt some of how organisations and governments organise humanitarian responses across the world, from medicine and logistics to communications and mapping. There was an interactive disaster simulation by Harriet Purchase, an international humanitarian engineer and trainer at Potten End. This conference was the first of its kind at the school and is something that the Berkhampstead Rotary hopes to hold every year. Sir Mike Penning, MP for Hemel Hempstead, has given his support to a campaign against development on Hemel Hempstead's last natural beauty spot. Sir Mike met with local residents who are campaigning against a planning application for the construction of 390 dwellings and a residential care home on green belt fields west of Leighton Buzzard Road at Pickett's End. The land in the planning application is to the west of Leighton Buzzard Road, north of Galley Hill, and is next to land that preserves a Roman villa. The site is home to red kites, herons, egrets, swallows, and occasionally a pair of peregrine falcons that nest in the trees. The River Gade, a valuable habitat for wildlife, runs along the bottom of the site and is a characteristic feature of the Chilterns. Sir Mike said, I totally support this campaign. This is a vital green space within the protected green belt and overdevelopment here, on top of all the additional housing already planned around the edges of the town, is totally unnecessary. He added, quite simply, this would be a step too far and is one of those over-my-dead-body situations. Campaign organiser Angela Mitchell thanked Sir Mike for his unwavering support. She said, We're very much encouraged and very grateful for all the support from the local community. I urge everyone to sign our petition to protect this unique and beautiful place. You can find the petition at change.org. If you go to that site and search for Galley Hill, you'll find it there. An appeal for witnesses and information has launched following a serious collision in Tring on July 11th. Just after 11.40am, an incident happened on Tring Road near Cow Roast, which involved a stationary lorry and a cyclist. The cyclist, a man in his 60s, suffered life-threatening injuries and was airlifted to hospital. 
DC Felicity Moody said, Our inquiries are continuing at this time to establish the circumstances around the collision. As part of this, we are appealing for anyone who saw the incident or who saw the lorry or cyclist prior to it to please get in touch. DC Moody added, We'd be particularly keen to hear from anyone who was travelling in the area and may have captured dash cam footage. Anyone with information is asked to please email Felicity, F-E-L-I-C-I-T-Y dot Moody, M-O-O-D-Y at hearts dot police dot UK. The new crematorium is well underway in Bunkers Park and will be a sister site to the current West Hearts Crematorium in Garston, Watford, and is being developed to provide additional capacity to the West Hearts region. Uh, Featuring a remembrance chapel that sits within extensive landscape grounds on the land adjacent to the new Poppy Field Cemetery at Bedmond Road by Bunkers Park, The new crematorium will reduce the time that families have to wait during peak winter months to schedule a funeral for a loved one. It will also enhance the quality of service provided to bereaved families by increasing service times from 40 minutes to 60 minutes so that there is more time for individual ceremonies. Leader of Decorum Borough Council, Councillor Andrew Williams said, It is great to see the site taking shape for our new crematorium. This facility will be a valuable community asset that local people will be proud of. We cannot remove the pain of bereavement, but we hope that by offering a tranquil and serene place to commemorate loved ones, it will help make the process a little less stressful. The crematorium will operate on the same basis as the existing crematorium, providing the same high-quality service with funerals running Monday to Friday and general inquiries on Saturdays. Construction is expected to be completed by February-March 2023. Homestart Hertfordshire is a local charity supporting families who are experiencing tough times. They offer a support service to help families get back on track and in turn ensure parents can offer their children the best start in life possible. The earliest years in a child's life make the biggest impact and Homestart Hertfordshire makes sure those years count so that no child's future is limited. Homestart Hearts is made up of 13 staff. 150 volunteer mentors and a board of trustees and committee members, all of whom bring specialist skills and experience to support the charity's work across Hertfordshire. They are currently looking for more volunteer mentors to help support families in Hertfordshire. Volunteer family mentors are matched with a family who are struggling with issues such as postnatal depression, isolation, physical health problems, bereavement and many more issues. The family mentor will spend around two hours a week in the family's home and through practical and emotional support, they make sure parents have the skills, confidence and strength they need to nurture their children. If you would like more information about the charity or if you would like to find out more about volunteering with them, you can come down and speak to them in person. 
You can find us in Hemeltown Centre and we are open from 10am to 2pm. If you can't make it in person, you can find out more on our website, supportfordecorum.org.uk. You can also contact us at volunteering at communityactiondecorum.org.uk or on 47209. Warwickshire Police have charged a man from Hemel Hempstead with driving offences in connection with an incident on the M6 last weekend. Luca Musto, of, who is 20, of Eburns Road, was arrested and charged on July the 23rd with aggravated taking without consent, dangerous driving, failing to stop, driving without a licence, driving without insurance and possession of Class B cannabis. He appeared at Coventry Magistrates Court on Monday, July the 25th and has been remanded to next appear at Warwick Crown Court on August the 15th. The charge is in connection with a collision at about 12.15am on July the 23rd by the Junction 2 exit of the M6. This Week in History, July 27th, 1949, the de Havilland Comet, the world's first jet airliner, made its maiden flight. On this day last year, it was announced TikTok were planning to open a cybersecurity centre in Ireland. July 28, 1959, postcodes were introduced into Britain by the Postmaster General, together with new postal sorting machines. On this day last year, Transport Secretary Grant Shapps announced England would be reopening its borders to fully vaccinated travellers from the US and Europe. July 29, 1948, the first post-war Olympic Games opened in London. July 30, 1963, third man Kim Philby turned up in Moscow after escaping arrest in Britain for spying. History continued. On this day last year, a baby beaver made history as the first to be born in Norfolk in more than 600 years. On July the 31st, 1950, Britain's first self-service store, Sainsbury's, opened in Croydon. On this day last year, Latin lessons were offered to thousands of state school pupils across the country as part of an effort by the Department of Education to make the language less elitist. On August the 1st, 1945, family favourites record requests were offered by the BBC as a programme which began in 1945 and continued for many years. On this day last year, food delivered and taxi hailing companies offered discounted rides and meals for customers who get a COVID-19 jab to help boost vaccine uptake. Now we come to the information slot. This is followed by the obituaries, what's on, letters to the editor and any more news. The Decorum Talking Newspaper's annual general meeting is booked for 2pm on Saturday the 3rd of September at the Adyfield Community Centre in Queen's Square in Hemel, HP24EW. The local mayors will be attending and a nice tea will be provided. We're also planning an interesting quiz for you. We will organise a minibus to get you there and home again, but you must ring the secretary on 217 918 to book a place, 
leaving your name, address and telephone number. It'll be a good opportunity to meet other listeners and the many members of the DTN team of volunteers. We look forward to hearing from you. The obituaries in the Gazette this week are David Alistair Andrews, aged 63 years, David George, aged 83 years, Winifred Elizabeth Lees, aged 95, Ruby Elizabeth Reed, aged 91, Gloria Seeley, aged 90 years, and Michael George Stratford, aged 74 years. May they all rest in peace. A trustee notice this week for any person having an interest in the estate of the following should send written particulars by the 28th of September 2022 to the listed solicitor. Helen Mary Cloak, late of One Parkview Court, Berkhamstead, contact Machin Solicitors 295 to 299 High Street, Berkhamstead, HP4 1AJ. Roger Craig Scholing, late of 34 Vicarage Road, Bovingdon, contact Guest Walker Solicitors 12A Shambles, York, Y017LZ. Geoffrey Peter Jones, late of 25 Cowper Road, Hemel Hempstead, contact Siobhan Rooney, care of Picton Solicitors, 11 High Street Tring, HP 2325AL. There are no letters to the editor this week. And now we come to what's on. First of all, some open-air theatre. Romeo and Juliet is on at the Walled Garden, Luton Hoo Estate, on Tuesday the 2nd of August at 6.30pm until 8pm. It's performed by the Chapter House Theatre Company. To book, visit chapterhouse.org. And now on to music. Simply Red is on at Hatfield Park on Sunday the 7th of August. To book, visit lphconcerts.co.uk and scroll down till you find them. And then the National Theatre recorded screening of Jodie Cromer in Prima Facie is shown at Watford Palace on Saturday the 20th of August at 7.30pm. To book, uh, email sales at watfordpalacetheatre.co.uk or phone 01923-2255. Also on the 20th of August at 2.30pm at Watford Palace is a screening of The Greatest Showman in a sing-along version. To book, again, sales at watfordpalacetheatre.co.uk or phone 01923-225671. Films at the Hemel Hempstead Cinema this week include Licence to Kill, Bond 60 Anniversary... DC League of Super Pets, EK Villain Returns, Joyride, Where the Crawdads Sing, The Railway Children Return, Thor, Love and Thunder, Minions, The Rise of Gru, Elvis, Lightyear, Jurassic World, Dominion, Top Gun, Maverick, Bullet Train. 
All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track. Please mention your requirements at the time of booking. Future dates for your diary. Tring Farmers Market on Saturday the 13th of August. Marketplace, Brook Street, Tring, 9am to 12.30pm. On the second and fourth Saturday of each month. Berkhamsted Farmers Market on Sunday the 21st of August, High Street, Berkhamsted, 10am to 2pm, on the third Sunday of each month. More diary dates. Love Parks Week is celebrated this year, from July the 29th to August the 5th this year. The goal of Love Parks Week is to get as many people as possible, young and old, out into the great outdoors to take advantage of their local park. A park is an excellent place to get some fresh air and boost your mental health. And you'll also be doing your part to preserve your local park's resources for future generations by making regular use of them. So take a walk or walk your dog to your nearest park and appreciate its many benefits. Throughout history, Civilization has used the land for different purposes, other than agricultural ones. In Egypt, they had gardens for their homes and temples, and hunting parks were also built by the Assyrians. The gardens built by the Greeks, on the other hand, served as a meeting and market location, safe from attacks by the city's enemies. The Romans continued to build public gathering spaces, but other parks were incorporated into the Imperial Villa. And more on the park theme, here are five interesting facts about parks. Number one, satisfaction for the elderly. Elderly people who have easy access to parks and can enjoy nature are more satisfied with their location than those who do not. Number two, improves air quality. Parks and green areas keep air quality, temperature, water and flood control in check. Three, reduces stress. Stress-related illnesses are less common in those who frequently visit urban open green spaces. Four, increases physical and mental fitness. Increased levels of physical and mental fitness can be achieved through outdoor activities performed in parks as well as by stimulating higher cognitive functions. And five, a home for wildlife. Parks make a wonderful home for birds and insects as they're rich in trees, plants and other essential components for wildlife. Five of Decorum's parks and green spaces have once again been awarded with the prestigious Green Flag Award, recognising the well-managed green spaces and the dedicated staff, volunteers and community groups who look after them. Decorum's Green Flag accredited parks are... Bunkers Park in Hemel Hempstead, Canal Fields in Berkhamsted, Chipperfield Common, Tring Memorial Garden and the Water Gardens in Hemel Hempstead. Tomorrow marks the start of Love Parks Week 2022, so why not visit one of the award-winning parks? Kids go free this August with the annual summer promotion. The Society of London Theatre annual Kids Go Free ticket promotion called Kids Week has been encouraging children and their families to experience the magic of live theatre since 1998. 
Originally just one week long, Kids Week has grown in popularity and now runs throughout the whole month of August. A child aged 17 or under can go free to any of the participating shows when accompanied by an adult paying full price. Parents can also purchase up to two extra children's tickets at half price. Plus, there is no booking fee to pay. Alongside the Kids Go Free offer, children also have the opportunity to take part in a fantastic range of free activities and workshops organised by the shows. Kids Week is now the UK's longest-running theatre audience development initiative, and the organisers are often increasing the allocation of tickets throughout the promotion, so it is always worth checking back regularly to see what is available. For more information and to check on the full list of shows, visit officiallondontheatre.com forward slash kids hyphen week. Now for some county council notices. Temporary road closures in the local area are Princess Park, Hemel Hempstead, Puddyfats Lane, Mark Yate, Flaunden Lane, Bovingdon, Delma Lane, Flamstead. Longfield Road, Tring. Chipperfield, public footpath from Scatterdells Lane to Croft Lane and Tring Town public footpath from Park Street to the footbridge over the A41 bypass for proposed works from the 1st of August. High Street Green, Hemel for proposed works from the 13th of August. Hudnall Lane, Little Gaddiston. St Michael's Avenue, Hemel and Cowper Road and Cavendish Road, Mark Yate, for proposed works from the 15th of August. Langley Road, Chipperfield and Chipperfield Road, Kings Langley, for proposed works from the 17th of August. And now for some sports news. First of all, basketball. Hemel Storm have confirmed two players have signed with the club for the upcoming National Basketball League Division 1 season. Hakeem Silla, who averaged a double-double of 20.0 points per game and 11.9 rebounds per game last season, was a regular feature in the Team of the Week awards, which resulted in Team of the Year awards. Since the 2018-2019 season, Silla has been a dominant force, putting up consistently huge numbers in the scoring and rebounding categories. Meanwhile, Jack Burnell will return for his seventh senior season in the Orange and Black. The former Storm Junior is returning to his hometown club, and his impact on and off the court will be key to the success of the club going forward. Burnell is also involved in the running of the Hemel Storm Russell Hoops joint venture, a company which provides fantastic experiences for young aspirational basketball players in the Hertfordshire area. And in cricket news, Hemel Hempstead Town Cricket Club managed to dig themselves out of a hole by getting a draw against second-placed Shenley Village on Saturday in a crucial Hearts League Championship clash. It looked at several instances they might lose the game which would have been disastrous for their promotion chances, but a draw meant they are now 24 points behind Shenley as opposed to the 18 points of last week. Hemel remain in second place in Division 3B, seven points ahead of London Coney, who visit Heath Park in two weeks' time. 
For more Hemel Hempstead Town cricket reports from the weekend, see hemeltoday.co.uk. A reminder for those interested in sports news. On Saturday afternoon, Three Counties Radio broadcast on FM 103.8, Heart Radio are on FM 97.6, and Talk Sport are on Medium Wave 108.9. We're coming to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are 05.19 and 20.59. Don't forget... For those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhemel.org.uk. For those who are listening to this week's news on Memory Stick, please remove your Memory Stick carefully from the player and return it to us in the pouch provided. Turn the label over and post it back to us at the Adyfield Community Centre, the Queen Square, Hemel Hempstead, HP24EW, using any Royal Mail post box. No stamp is required. Thank you for listening. Until next time, it is goodbye from all your readers, the editor and Martin, your technician for this week. <laughs>